Welcome to another episode of Seeing Them Live, a podcast featuring memorable concert stories from live music fans. Everyone has a concert story, and hopefully, one day, we'll hear yours. And now, we're going to hear Heidi's. Okay, some kids that were up on the upper deck were dropping stuff down and splashing. So, you know, I had a team of boys and another mom. I said, you know what? I'm not going to sit here and take this. Um, Usually at this point uh, in my introduction, I... uh, say what the guest does for a living, et cetera, et cetera. And, uh, but I have a special guest today. Heidi is actually my mom, and uh, I consider her one of the, the most uh, special guests, not only because she's my mom, of course, but she took me to my first concert and um, kind of an unexpected, uh, I wasn't originally supposed to go my dad was supposed to go but uh came down with a cold and couldn't make it so um we went to see the eagles in 1976 at the chicago stadium and uh mom i always find this interesting when i talk to guests people that i've known for years and years and i i I don't know the first concert that they ever went to so when i asked you this question this was actually your first concert as well. Right. Hi, sweetheart. You're going to make me cry. <laughs> <laughs> this wait, is my wait, first concert. Wait till, wait till the show's over. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so why don't you uh, just, yeah, tell a little bit about that concert, I guess. And you know, we were supposed to go uh, with my aunt and my uncle, well, they, they bought the tickets, right? Is that how that happened? And Right. We, we had um, decided to go see the Eagles. We all loved them. And so your uncle and aunt bought the tickets. And unfortunately, your dad got sick uh, <laughs> right before the concert and that. And so I thought, well, you know, I've got to use this ticket up. And so I um, commandeered you. <laughs> You were only too happy to go. So um, it was a a really nice evening uh, and um, uh, got to use the ticket up. So that was important. Yeah, I was um, 11 years old at the time, so I'd never really been to anything like that. And, um, you know, that was right before they were releasing Hotel California. It was going to come out like... I don't know the next month or in a few weeks. So they were they were like hugely popular, and um, yeah, it was. I was just completely blown away by that. the The crowd, the you know, yeah. just, just the band, the whole the whole the whole thing was was incredible. Well, since this was my first concert, it was incredible to me too. You know, because I, you know, you. I was listening to the Eagles and like you said, Hotel California and I, you know, knew all their songs and everything, but seeing them live was so exhilarating. The, the lights, the, the crowd, everybody in the crowd interested in the same things, you know, and it, it was uh, really uh, exciting for me as well. 
Yeah. So that, that kind of ignited, uh, you know, my passion, I guess, for live music. Um, so the following summer, I guess, uh, yeah, I'm just trying to get, yeah, I'm trying to get the timeline here. It'd be the summer of 1977. Um, you took me to see uh, Pink Floyd at Chicago yep. <laughs> Soldier Field um, for their Animals tour, which I had been listening. You and Dad um, had a copy of Pink Floyd's The Dark Side of the Moon and um, on 8-track, actually. I listened to it on 8-track. And uh, so I was like, you know, and at that time, I didn't really understand the concept of... Uh, tours and albums like oh you know I, I like dark side of the moon so let's go see pink floyd so you actually went with me to the mall in the sears parking lot i believe uh they used to sell it out of their automotive center there there was a ticketron oh, yeah. ticketron and yeah. uh we bought tickets you bought yeah. you bought two tickets right that was uh june 19th in 1977 and it was part of that Super Bowl of uh, rock. Right. Yeah, it, there was a, a series of those, um, uh, usually with, with more than one band. But in this particular case, it was just Pink Floyd. And, you know, it's funny when you go, when you have an, a live experience, it's not just a concert. <laughs> There's always some other uh, issues or things that come up that you have to deal with. And yeah. this was... <laughs> true with this concert wasn't it yeah um i mean i've read accounts from uh interviews and such with roger waters um he always believed that uh the promoter oversold the concert by thirty thousand tickets so the capacity of all the other concerts in that super bowl of rock was sixty-five thousand, and um he claims that they sold 95,000 tickets and he even took an aerial photograph. Uh, the band had an aerial photographer photograph the crowd, which that picture is on uh, Reddit. I saw it on Reddit and I'll, I'll try to get a link to it on, in the show notes. But um, when you look at that picture, um, it, it's sort of disturbing, to be honest, because you can tell there are way, way too many people in that stadium. What it, 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 and you were there, you, it so. Was, it was really disturbing is the great word for it. When we got there, I thought, wow, this is lucky. I, I found a, a place to park because I had that smaller car. And uh, I couldn't wait to get into the concert and all this. And I knew when we approached the crowd and were going to enter that the crowd was actually like a moving live thing. <laughs> and, mm -hmm. and I said, now, um, Charles, hold on to my hand and don't let go. <laughs> uh, I was trying not to look panicked because, you know, your kids are always watching you. So I'm trying to look, you know, okay with that. But um, you could tell that this was an enormous crowd. It had its own life. <laughs> but you know as um we did find a, a good spot uh more or less and um the concert was going to start um and that and i 
I can't, I couldn't believe when the music started and everything and those, uh, the animals that were floating over the mm. concert, like, you know, like the Macy's parade. Yeah. They, they had all, a, they, they had were a big, huge. yeah, they had a big farmer yeah. over the, uh, over the stadium and, uh, pigs yeah, the, the, and pig, the pigs. Oh my God. It was, yeah. it was amazing. It was so wonderful. And, um, is that where, could you see from there? Well, I had a hard time. Well, that was the thing with Pink Floyd. You know, the stage was dark. It wasn't really about seeing the band play. It was more of the experience. And they had that like big circular um, movie projector screen yeah. with, with all sorts of imagery, The pretty much the entire time and fog and everything. And then these inflatable animals and such over the stadium was um it was it was like outrageous at the time i i i thought heck all wow all concerts must be like this you know and um <laughs> that that was uh, definitely not the case because i have never since then uh experienced a concert like that it um it, it was it was like a blessing and then sort of a curse because <laughs> then going forward, um, it's just like, wow, you know, you realize that was like way over the top. You know, um, I, I, I tell people it's like it's like comparing a neighborhood carnival with going to Disneyland. You know, <laughs> it's like they're they're just not it's yeah. not the same thing, you know, so but. Oh, okay. well, imagine. <laughs> I mean, it really, truly was worth the ticket and going. I mean, it was, like you said, something like we've never seen then afterward. But <laughs> when we go out, of the, the concert was over and you go out to get to your car and you and another 50 people have just realized <laughs> that your car's been towed away. Yeah. But, but not legal parking, but it didn't have a sign and... You know, other people were parking there, and I think it was uh, the famous towing, Lincoln towing, Lincoln yeah, towing. Yeah, they're infamous, yeah, in Chicago. Oh. Um, oh, God, I was not, you know, I was trying to, my heart was just racing, and I was trying not to panic, and I said, oh, don't worry. So we all started talking, and um, I didn't know how we were going to get to the towing, you know, Lincoln Park towing, because, I, you know, I didn't have any, uh, there weren't any cabs. I didn't have an iPhone, that's for sure. And uh, so someone offered to take us. Uh, a young man said, well, I know where it's at and I can take you guys. And I'm thinking, oh my God, <laughs> here I am taking a ride with a stranger. The one thing I was trying to teach my kids, never take a ride with a stranger. But I didn't, I had no idea where it was. I couldn't catch yeah. a cab. Oh, you know, and no extra money. <laughs> and, yeah. And, and now that I'm thinking about it, I, I believe actually it, it was the Chicago police pound. I think they, they towed the car because um, it was oh. uh, that, that spot they had it in was, I think it was on lower Wacker, wasn't it? The, yes. the pound. <laughs> And for those those listening who aren't familiar with Lower Wacker, it's a series of uh, streets that run underneath the city of Chicago. And, you know, during the day, it's for deliveries and such to the businesses. But at night, it's 
it's kind of sort of creepy, you know, <laughs> there's not a lot of people down there and, and, um, you know, we're, we're like trying to figure out where the car is or my mom is, I'm kind of just going along for the ride. But, you know, when you, when you think about it, um, the parking situation, you know, if they did sell 30,000 extra tickets, you figure maybe if half of those people took public transportation and the other half doubled up into cars. So seven and a half thousand additional cars just like (laughs) show up to the stadium. So that, so we got, well, I remember we got your car back and, uh, but it was really, it had some damage to it, which was a real bummer. Yeah. The side view mirror was hanging down, remember and stuff, Mm -hmm. but you know what? I was so happy to get the car. (laughs) I didn't even care about the damage. I knew that, you know, I could find someone that could fix it when we finally got home, but it was it was a harrowing experience. <laughs> yeah, I, I could imagine. I mean, I, I again, I was oblivious. You know, I'm like I, I'd never been to Soldier Field, um, and then the crowd. Uh, <laughs> I remember a guy put me on his shoulders to help me see, which I thought was really cool. You know, this yeah, this cool. one one fan because yeah. um, I was I was still pretty little at, at twelve, yeah. um, and then amazingly uh and and this 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 piece will kind of come back to another another concert but um that there was another the last super bowl of rock uh featured leonard skinnard and we when we got in line to get tickets so i'm always in hindsight i'm always amazed that after that experience you're like yeah let's go back to soldier field and see leonard skinnard um but we were in line and the line was quite long. And uh, I remember you saying, um, well, you know, well, we'll get tickets, you know, the next time they they come to town well, to play. Trust me, that was a teaching moment. Believe me, a teaching moment. And I, I felt so bad. Yeah, because, <laughs> of course, there was no uh, next time. You know, their, their plane went down tragically and... Um, yeah. Yeah, that was a really sad situation. So, um but then the the following summer um <laughs> you took uh me and a bunch of my friends to see this thing in Chicago at Comiskey Park where the Chicago yeah. Sox, the old Comiskey Park. Uh this was in ni- this was 1978. Right. In, in August. Jam. Yeah, Summer Jam 1 and it featured um some warm-up backs Frank Marino and Mahogany Rush, Walter Egan, ACDC as a special guest, um, <laughs> Foreigner, and Aerosmith. And uh, yeah, just if you want to talk about that, we were, uh, I don't know how many people were with us, maybe a half dozen, my friends or, so, or something, Mom, I don't know. I think um, my neighbor, uh, lady friend came because like I said, we had no iPhone and I needed someone to help me no, no, uh, navigate my way to the concert and I we drove a truck and mm-hmm. we had six or seven boys in the backs of the truck the pickup truck when I think of this I'm, I'm like well and it then was her, a different different time right <laughs> <laughs> yeah let's use that it was a different time and uh so her and I, she she was my map quest, in other words. And she said, well, take it left here, and there should be parking here, and blah, blah, blah. But, um, you know, 
I, that that uh, was a great venue also. You know, ACDC and all these uh, wonderful bands together. And I I don't know how many people were at that. Do you have any idea? No, I, I don't know. But I, I remember... Um you know, it was it was interesting coming off of the Pink Floyd experience. Aerosmith that day, they were absolutely horrendous. Um, I don't know any other way to, to describe it. Um, the sound the sound was awful. Um, I, I couldn't understand any of the songs they were playing, and um, that it's, it's funny. Pink Floyd was my like my favorite all time concert, nineteen seventy seven. And that Aerosmith performance in 1978 probably takes the cake as the the all time yeah. worst concert experience. That I mean, Foreigner was great. ACDC was was out of control. I'd never, I wasn't really familiar with their music, but seeing Angus Young, um, you know, the guy's just completely out of control on stage. But um, mm. yeah, that 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 was uh, that was also I think the first time I saw like somebody who was super intoxicated. <laughs> Which, of course, uh, I used as a little teaching moment. You know, your concert con has the ideal ages between 12 and 16 to, uh, you know, teach your kids how to, what to do at concerts, how to behave, not get in trouble. <laughs> yeah. So this guy falls down right in front of where we're sitting, and he had on a pair of green pants. So your brother calls him green pants to this day. And um, he I, I can't imagine what happened to his teeth. He just fell forward and his pants were hanging, you know, and Yeah, he uh, was completely I don't I don't know intoxicated. Yeah, I don't know if he was drunk or, or what, but yeah. and um, security came around and security came around and tried to help him up and I was saying See, this is what happens, you know, when you drink too much and it's not a good look. And when you're in public, <laughs> I used it as my teaching moment. But, uh, yeah, green pants. To this yeah. day, we refer to him as green pants. <laughs> yeah, now you, you mentioned this term that we, we talked about before, concert mom. And I, and I would, um, you know, say that uh, you're definitely concert mom. Like, they're, they're soccer moms. And there, there's concert moms, and these, and and, and the difference, uh, or, or what defines, in my opinion, a concert mom, is like you take your kid, kids, uh, to concerts they want to go to. You're not dragging us with you to go see Pink Floyd. You know, we're like, mom, we don't want to. It's it's like a. You're, initi you're you're we're initiating it and, and you're helping to facilitate it with by driving us getting us tickets um that oh, kind of thing here. yeah i mean i i enjoyed every moment of it and i knew in my heart of hearts that when um these guys you had a great group of friends and i knew that these guys when they turned 16 um i wouldn't really need to drive you guys anywhere back to concerts and so i had a uh wonderful experience from the time you were 11 to 16 and 17 and then you know your friends started getting cars and I never really expected to be invited or go but they were they were always hanging out at the house and they were a great group of kids so I felt very happy you know when they would go to the concerts with you and different yeah. things well and you you know as, like you said you know there there's like this 
four year yeah. window. <laughs> um, and like dur- during that four years, you know, let's say between when I was 12 and 16, um, we saw Boston um, in March oh. in 1979. That was the first time, um, not that like I had been to a ton of concerts and bought tickets, or I should say you probably bought the tickets. Um, we, we had obstructed view um, that said on the ticket, ob- obstructed view, and they warned us and because it was kind of on the side of the stage. Yeah. But um, it ended up there was, there was nothing there, and there were great seats. Um, I always wondered why they said obstructed view. But, you know, we bought them because, A, they were reasonable, and, B, I don't think there was a, a whole lot of seats that we could have gotten closer, you know what I'm saying? And, uh but the view was just fine. I thought maybe having been to a few concerts, there might be an empty seat. We could move right or left or something or, you know, stand up. But um, there was no obstruction. That turned out to be an, a wonderful thing. <laughs> yeah, and, and Boston, I mean, you, you could not listen to the radio uh, for five minutes without hearing one of their songs. So that, that, that show was, uh, no doubt, was sold out, you know. Yeah. We'll hear more from our guests after a short break. Would you like to be a guest on Seeing Them Live? If you have a concert story you'd like to share on this podcast, please visit our website at seeingthemlive.com. Once you're there, click on Become a Guest in the main menu. Then fill out the form and click the Submit button. If you seem like a good fit for the show... We'll contact you via email. Everyone has a concert story. Let's hear yours. And now, back to the show. So then in in 1979, that summer, August 5th, um, you took us, me and my friends, quite a few friends, the Loop's Day in the Park. And the Loop was a, a radio station in Chicago, and we all, uh, I think when you bought tickets, you got a free loop shirt or something. Yeah. We all had on our black loop shirts. And we made um, this banner, which featured all the bands, um, Molly Hatchet, Thin Lizzy, Eddie Money, Santana, and Journey. And I think it was, was it between Thin Lizzy and maybe Eddie Money, a huge food fight broke out between like the lower... Back in the upper upper deck. <laughs> okay, some kids that were up on the upper deck were dropping stuff down and splashing. So, you know, I had a team of boys and another mom. I said, you know what? I'm not going to sit here and take this. We, I said, okay, boys, pick up this stuff and throw it, heave it back up to the level, you know. And, you know, to your credit, you guys are around 14 and 15, you really could heave that stuff, that food back up at them. <laughs> they were shocked that we did that. So that kind of ended the food fight thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, I remember somebody hit our banner with a, with a Twinkie and it like exploded all over, which this banner <sighs> was like pretty, pretty intense. I mean, it, it took a lot of work and it's on a, like a 10 by 12 bed sheet. Um, yes. So we put the banner away. Um, but then in 19, what was it? 80. 1980, yeah. we went to this Yes concert because uh, 
me and a couple of my friends were, were really into yes. And, um, that's when they kind of, they had the new lineup and, and such, but we were still into them and they were, um, having a banner contest. So we made a yes banner and yeah. you drove us to the show. Right. We drove to the show and we were, so, that was a super perfect banner. And I, I was really excited about winning. You know, I just wanted to win with that. And our seats were pretty, pretty good for viewing. But I don't know if you remember, the reason I bought tickets to a second Yes concert was they didn't even view our side of the um, concert. You know what I'm saying? We had our banner hanging over, and I didn't see anybody look that way. Did you? Yeah, well... Well, yeah, no, and then I know you were disappointed. So, yeah, she said, we're because they're playing two shows. I think, I don't know if that was at the Chicago Stadium or the the International Amphitheater in Chicago. Um, and of course, we're like, oh, yeah, we'll, we'll go to another show. Sure. You know, so, so, uh, we went to that second show and we did display the banner, and our banner was really cool. It would like featured, um, the same kind of imagery as all of their um, album covers. I think that were uh, designed by, uh, I think the artist is Roger Dean. Um, Yeah. uh, Let's just say their voting mechanism was less than uh, scientific or anything. (laughs) It was like clapping and uh, it was, but anyway, at any rate, we, we got to see yes two nights in a row and that was, that was pretty cool. Um, and I, I was reading on a fan site that during that second show, there was like a 40-minute power outage. The power went out. Right. I don't, re- I don't remember that. You know what? I Now that you said that, I do. And you, the thing is, um, we, we I think the, the lights might have gone out or something, but it didn't seem like it was 40 minutes. Did it seem like that to you or... I honestly, I honestly couldn't remember that. And, um, mm. you know, uh, yeah. I, I'll, I, you know, I'll take the super fan, you know, yes, super fans word for it, <laughs> that, that, that it was 40 minutes, but, um, yeah, yeah. I, I, I didn't remember that part of it, but I just wanted to get back to, um, um, Do you still uh, have that. No, I do not have that banner. I ha- I still have the journey banner. Oh, okay. Um, but um, the Rolling Stones concert in 1981, um, <laughs> my friend had won tickets off of a Chicago radio station, WLS. And uh, unfortunately, I was sick with pneumonia. And <laughs> the doctor said I wasn't to go anywhere except bed. And... Um, but my friend had these tickets to see the Rolling Stones and I'd never seen them before. And, um, you decided to let me go because you 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 didn't think they'd be around for much longer. And I think that (laughs) might've had something to do maybe with the Leonard Skinner uh, tickets or or what, but, um, yeah, I ended up going to, to that concert, which was totally outrageous. You know, it was, it was a great show. I was, um, uh, you know, the 1977 Leonard Skinner thing uh, taught me a lesson about putting it off. <laughs> so I, you had been on antibiotics for three days, and I thought, 
you're young and you're healthy, basically, um, never to miss the Rolling Stones. That was amazing that you, he got those. He won those tickets because I don't know how much they might have been, you know. Yeah, I, I don't know why, but with the Rolling Stones, I always, I always felt they were out of reach for me to, to ever see or get tickets was like always insane to, to get tickets. So, um, yeah. so yeah, you let me go. And I, I wore a little dust mask on my face because of the <laughs> cigarette smoke and, and other types of smoke. Um, so that was like well before COVID ever uh, was a thing. And I had on my mask because I, yeah, I, we were ahead of our time, right? Yeah, we, we were. Um, I'm sure people were looking at me like, who's, who's this, dude up here with his mask on um what kind of awful disease does he have but um anyway yeah that that was that was a lot of fun um yeah and just to to wrap up here mom we've got a few minutes left um okay i yeah i mean like this, this whole concert mom idea you know um like you said you have like a, a four-year window um you know not that I would have minded if you came along with some of my friends to some concerts, but it wasn't, it wasn't really a, about that. You know, you kind of let oh. me go when, when we had our driver's license and stuff and um, not that you wouldn't have enjoyed it. Uh, well, you know what, honey, that, that four years brought me an enormous amount of enjoyment. I got to know you and your friends thoroughly and it gave me peace of mind to know the kind of people that you hung out with, you know. And uh, I, I learned it was it was a learning experience for me, and I enjoyed everything so thoroughly. And you know, just driving to the city and seeing the lights and stuff—it was so exciting. It was so different to see them live, and I I, I enjoyed every minute of it. <laughs> Even the bad minutes. <laughs> yeah, They're great stories. <laughs> yeah, no, and and I I have grown to really appreciate that, and uh, thank you for that. Um, and and when when we have uh, guests on on the podcast here, and they we have them fill out the uh, become a guest form, which by the way you could go to our website, seeing them live and uh, fill out our guest form. Um, I give examples of some of the concerts I went to when they reply back, or and sometimes I've been to the same shows they were at, and I, and I say, yeah, my mom took me to this concert, that concert, and I'll get like, you, you've got a cool mom, you know, or comments <laughs> like that, and I think, you know, she is pretty cool. Um, and, uh, you know, it, like, there weren't a lot of moms doing that, you know, unless you recruited them from the neighborhood to come with. Yeah. <laughs> yeah they were going to be my map quest. That's for sure. But I enjoyed it immensely. It was totally my pleasure. And we learned a lot about the city, uh, getting around and, uh, you know, driving in and out of the city. Uh, it, 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 was a wonderful experience for me, and I'm so happy that you enjoyed it. I think brother enjoyed it too, you know, yeah. when he was included and all your friends. But it was it was a wonderful thing. I'm I'm happy to be a concert mom. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, and uh, you know, I've I've told you, you know, now that uh, my wife and I, we have a daughter, um, and we, you know, want to take her to concert. She's twelve, and um, it would it would be great, you know, someday if you could join us. It'd be uh, several generations of concert goers, um, you know. I would love that. That would be the ultimate. Uh, would love to do that. So, um, all right, Mom. Well, thanks uh, again for coming on Seeing Them Live. Is there anything else uh, you would like to say in, in closing before we, we leave? No, I just, um, I, I want to thank you for doing this because there are so many people out there. It's amazing. I, I tell them that, uh, you know, it's a seeing, seeing Them Live podcast. Everyone I talk to, even the doctors I work with and stuff, they, they all have a story. They all, oh, oh, yeah, I remember this concert and that concert. It's, music is a wonderful thing. It's, um, when you hear the song, it brings you back to that moment. And yeah. it brings back emotionally, you know, uh, for many things. So, uh, you know, they even play music for babies, lullabies and things. Uh, but seeing them live is a whole nother experience and, the minute I mention this podcast, I hear their personal stories, which I find extremely interesting because they, it's all over, not just where we lived, but everywhere I go, I, I talk about it. And uh, they're happy to share their stories and they're good people. You have a, a common um, interest with people immediately. Yeah. And it warm, a warm feeling. Yeah, they do. Uh, it does usually spark some memories um, that people want to share. And even yeah. when people think they don't have a, a, a good story, it turns out that, like, you know, it actually is pretty interesting. Um, yeah. You yeah, know, they don't. Uh, what they experienced or what happened at the show or after the show or, or yeah, whatever, who they were with, um, why they <laughs> went to the concert <laughs> I told you this. One of the doctors that we were seeing had a Walkman tattoo on his arm that you see. You could see, um, and I'm like, "Is that a Walkman?" (laughs) That's it. I heard about five stories after that. That's that's old school, man. Walkman. (laughs) Yeah, Um, Walkman. Yeah. Uh, So, well, uh, yeah. Thanks again, Mom, and. you know, we'll, we'll, we'll have to go see a show together one of these days. Let's do it. We'll do this again. All right. Thanks, All right. sweetheart. Thank you. Bye. That's a wrap for our show. I want to thank today's guests for sharing their concert stories with us. Make sure to check out our show notes at seeingthemlive.com for links to websites, photos, and other artifacts mentioned in the show. I also want to thank my producer, Doug Florzak. The theme music for the show was composed by Doug and is featured on his album, Flagstone. If you have a concert story you'd like to share on our podcast, please visit our website and click on Become a Guest in the main menu. Then fill out the form and click the Submit button. If you seem like a good fit for the show, we'll contact you via email. I guess it's time to head for the exits. We'll see you next time on Seeing Them Live.